Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, Brendan Bing and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. On today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, the slap her round the world is still being discussed by all and everybody. So I brought in who? The young shooter to break it down to the bone. All that and more. On a hard-hitting brand new bang, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. A.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy off with something real proper, yes. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real funky. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's fucking go. I told you I was fucking with March Madness. And the games have already been great. It's such a pure brand of basketball. You look at these guys, they're playing for their life. Some of them may never play high-end basketball. They're kids, the fans, all of it. March Madness has been great. I told you I'm picking Kansas to win it all. And I'm making all my picks at Captain Picks. It's a company that I am part owner of. Okay. Captain Picks is my company, along with the Dust Brothers, along with Ben Baller. We built this motherfucker from the bottom up. 
All right, Captain Picks, and we're very, very, very active during March Madness. We do NBA. Of course, we're doing March Madness. We do NHL, UFC, golf, baseball's coming, worldwide soccer, and in Australia, we got rugby. We got a guy who knows rugby, and you can make money off of rugby. We talk sports, we stack wins, stack wins with me, okay? The Dust Brothers and our team of excellent captains. You could sign up monthly or annually for the best recurring deal, and if you want just a taste, you want a taste? Do it now. Do it now during March Madness. Do it now during the NBA if you want a taste. If you want to sniff, you want to sniff the fuck I'm talking about. We're offering buy one, get one free daily and weekly right now. Okay? Trust me, you can make money with this rugby shit. Okay? Buy one, get one free daily, weekly, right now with the promo code CASHIT at CaptainPicks.com. That's CaptainPicks.com. Make money with me. This is my company. Okay, then re-up because it's your bookies bankroll that we're after. I'm trying to get their fucking money for myself. It's a huge fucking weekend of sports ahead. When I tell you you can make money off of rugby. You can make money off of rugby. Just listen to what I'm saying. Boom, yes. I'll say it again. Yiggity, uh, yes. Yiggity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. A.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. A.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff. A.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. And you're now rocking with the very, very best, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Zone of Disruption. Welcome to the Iggity Iron, a diggity dome of disruption. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody's feeling sane. I'm rocking here from New York City, on my way to Tampa Bay, spending a weekend in Tampa Bay. You know the routine. I'll be at the Tampa Improv. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Come to a show. Scream Dingo. DM me, try to meet and greet as many of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Tampa Bay Rappapack as possible. But let's just jump right into it. I got the young shooter here, Dean Collins in Sukasa. Uh, Deuce Collins, some people call him Deuce Collins. Most people call him the, the young shooter. Um, and we've been talking all week offline about all and everything that has transpired this week. So without further ado, because I know people are chomping at the bit to hear the the nice baritone voice of the young shooter. Uh, Dean Collins is in Sukasa. Welcome, Dean. Thank you, man. Baritone, huh? I like that. Yeah, I do. I guess I do are, have are, that are baritone, baritone voice. I, I don't have that baritone. My shit's kind of high-pitched. Yeah, yours is like, like fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks or something. Mine's like that. Yeah, like I got that radio voice. I, I've accepted. I got that beautiful baritone radio voice. Um, but I appreciate that. How are you doing, man? What a fucking week. What a fucking week. Um, I'm feeling good. It's warmed up, hopefully for 
for the rest of uh, the spring and summer here in New York because every other day this week was like dead of winter cold. There was a couple of days I was like offended. I was it was offensively cold, uh, but I think it's it's turned around. And then of course I got to uh, hop on this flight to Tampa Bay, Tampa, Florida. Yep. Um, for shows this weekend, where you came last time, you were down there in Tampa. What, what do you remember about Tampa? Tampa was cool. We saw, we we saw a lot of people with guns. A lot of guns during the middle of the day. A lot of holsters, a lot of ankle holsters, and not not guns to like protect themselves. Like they they like strap up when they're like going to Dave and Buster's, when they're going to a wedding. Like they're just they're just. Bra- I guess you never know what could happen at like your best friend's wedding, but I mean. We saw a whole fucking uh, all these bridesmaids and groomsmen. They were all strapped up. I didn't. I didn't. I don't understand what's going on in Tampa during I guess the middle of the day. It was like at a golf cl- golf course or something. Is it dangerous there? Like, what's the? Or is it just like, hey, it's open carry, so just fucking go off, do whatever you want to do out here. Uh it's it's definitely open carry, but you know, for me, it's like. It, when you see people with those pistols, the pistoles, as I call them, yeah, you you go, why don't I, do I need one? Yeah, like, am I like should I be expecting something bad to happen? It's not a settling feeling. I mean, we're not from open to carry state, so we're not used to it. I'm sure those no. people out there are used to. It, but I'm we were sitting there having brunch, and either you or me noticed like homie to the left of us had it on his ankle. He had like the 22 or like the, the, the little revolver on his ankle. Like it was like on his sock. I was like, what the, f-? like, are we at the okay corral? Yeah. Like you're, you're, you know, it's like, he's going to a restaurant. Maybe the waiter like fucks up his order. You don't know if he's going to like unholster that fucking thing. And in this day and age with the fucking Will Smith slap, anything's possible. You, you know, offending people, who knows what's going to happen, but when can we just get into? I just want to get into this with you really quick. When were the Oscars? The Oscars were Sunday. Sunday, and what what's today? Today's Friday. Today's Friday. We're still talking about today's this. Friday, April first. Today is Friday, April first. If you could believe that, that's crazy. That is crazy. It feels like this Oscar thing just happened a couple days ago. Because uh, you, you, you listen, I watched the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. I watched. I wasn't even planning on watching the Oscars. I could give a shit about the Oscars. Because why would you? I don't care. Because let's before we even get to the Will Smith, why would anybody really watch the Oscars unless you were like in show business like us, and even people like show business people like us? I don't care. I didn't see most of the movies. I. That's the thing. I don't think anyone really saw those movies. I mean. Yeah, I didn't. I hardly saw those movies this year, but I mean, um, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'll put it on. I got nothing better to do. And I was watching it and I saw that fucking slap happen live. And you were the first person I texted. You were the first person I called. You were on the East Coast and you weren't watching. And and I had to talk to you about it the next day. I, I was dying to know what you thought about it. I wish you saw that live. You know, I talked about it on the last podcast and unavoidably must talk about it on this podcast because I was sitting uh, having a little a little lunch and I saw a guy who I thought he might have been homeless but he was he had a burner phone talking to somebody and I heard him like from down the mock he was like I ain't Chris Rock motherfucker I let a motherfucker know I posted the video on my thing on my Instagram like I let a motherfucker know I'm not Chris Rock you come up and slap me and I'm right. thinking this is all everyone is talking about even the guy on the burner phone but to be honest with you, I'm glad that I wasn't up 
to watch it live because I was exhausted that day, as I explained on the last I Am Rappaport Serial Podcast, which has had rave reviews. Yeah. I mean, rave, rave, rave reviews. Um, because I would have been so hyped up and so stimulated and my adrenaline, I would not have been able to go to sleep. And I had not slept at all. That's why I couldn't make it through because I wanted to watch the whole thing. I wanted to watch Amy Schumer. I wanted to, you know, I always sort of watch Glance and see what's going on with it because I almost feel like it's it's my duty because yeah. I'm part of Hollywood, which Those I want to get peers. into later. Those are our peers. And uh, I want to get into what it means to be Hollywood. And I was referring on the last podcast, and I've done it in the past, like saying, well, Hollywood this, Hollywood that. And then I realized I'm Hollywood. Absolutely. Like, you're right. Hollywood. I'm not. Like, I'm not. If, no, yes, you are. You're on a national commercial. Do you have insurance for Screen Actors Guild I insurance? I do have insurance. I do have my SAG card. Yes, I do. You're Hollywood. Okay. You're Hollywood. Like, if you make your money in show business, if you're a producer, if you're a director, if you're an actor of any kind, if you're a podcaster, if you're a news broadcaster, if you're, you know, a cinematographer, you're... You're Hollywood. You're part of the Hollywood establishment. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things, I'll just jump into it. One of the things this week, and I did it myself on the last podcast, and I've done it in the past, like, well, Hollywood this, Hollywood that. And Jim Carrey, um, you know, went on an interview, uh, play the tape, Miles Jordan, uh, where he's talking about Hollywood. Uh, play it real quick. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, en masse. And uh, it just... It really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. He's talking about Hollywood as if he's not a part of the establishment. Jim Carrey is as Hollywood as it gets. Just because he wasn't at the Oscars this year, and just because Jim Carrey never won an Oscar, he's won People's Choice Awards, he's won SAG Awards, he's been nominated for Oscars, he's won Golden Globes, he's been nominated for all sorts of things. You don't get to pick and choose when you're part of Hollywood. If you're in this shit, you're in this shit. Like Sean Penn could say, I'm not Hollywood, but Sean Penn is still an actor. Sean Penn, you know, is over there in Ukraine. He does a lot of things for humanitarians. But essentially, if your bills are being paid by being an actor, a director, or producer, you're the most, we're the, we're the front line. The actors are the front line. So for Jim Carrey, one of the, still one of the biggest stars in the world, despite the fact that he's resentful, he never won an Oscar, to say, well, Hollywood this, Hollywood that. Where do you live, homie? Why are you able to call into whatever that clip was from, CBS News, NBC News, and get an interview on primetime news? Uh, unless you're Jim Carrey, it's not because of your paintings. Your paintings suck, homie. And I say that with all due respect. His paintings aren't that Jim bad, Carrey. actually. His, his paintings are pretty good. They don't good. suck. They don't suck. But I'm just saying he's not known as a painter. Listen. And Jim Carrey will will most likely be nominated and win an Academy Award before his career is over. I don't know about and that. And he will go up there and he accept that. And he will, um, you know, be happy when he gets that award and that, that adulation. So you can't just, well, it's Hollywood. It's this people. It's that people. We're all part of the shit. Everybody that was in that room... Is part of it. You're making it seem like it's the Godfather. Like, like Jim Carrey doesn't want to be a part of Hollywood anymore. Can he? Can he go and do something else? Or you're saying he has to stay in the family? I mean, once you're out, you're you know. No, I'm not saying he has to stay. He has to stay in the family, 
but he's still an actor. He's still making his living. He's still collecting residuals. He's promoting Sonic. Off of his work. He's promoting Sonic. But don't you remember when he was on the red carpet and he was like, this is meaningless? I don't give a fuck how weird, how <laughs> meaningless, how stupid you, you want to say it means. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. If it's so dumb and it's so stupid, it's so beneath you, and it's so just loony and ludicrous and just, you know, benign, get out of it. Yeah. Because you can get out of it. He's got enough money to never work again. But- 99.9% of, of, of the people who are in, in Hollywood, 99.9% of the people who are show business, there's no choice because we love it. We must do it. And that's why when any young actor says to me, what are your tips? I say, my, my only tip to you is don't do it unless you must do it. Yeah. Unless you must create. Unless this is something you have no choice but to do. So someone like Jim Carrey, he has no choice but to make movies and to perform and to do TV shows and all that shit. So don't exclude yourself when it's a shitty night, when it's a shitty situation, which brought me to, I'm embarrassed as somebody who is in show business, who is Hollywood proudly, who is, has known nothing else but to make a living as an actor, that that shit happened the way it happened. It's embarrassing to me. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick. In the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, the, on Monday when, when I did the podcast, I kind of saw and understood how you could snap. And I still understand how you could snap because I'm a snap case. Yeah, you. I, I know. I mean, I feel like out of all people, you could relate to losing your cool. I'm a snap case. But I know that when I fuck up, there's ramifications. And I know when I act like a fucking dickhead, whether it's in private whether it's um, personal relationships, whether it's interfamily relationships, or publicly, there's ramifications. I've said it before. That's why I'm the disruptive warrior. That's why when you see me, there's Band-Aids. I'm dusty. I'm dirty. That's why the shirt, the disruptive warrior t-shirt, has captured the imagination of people. Because when you see that disruptive warrior, he's not clean. He's bruised. He's tattered. That comes with the territory, and when no, you but the, fuck but those up, bruises the way Will are coming Smith from, fucked up. No, bru- those bruises are coming from you, like stubbing your toe and hitting your like. You're not like actually getting into fights, though. Like you're making yourself seem like this no, disruptive it's, it's, warrior. No, it's metaphorical. The metaphorical see, bruises of I the see, disruptive warrior. It's not say, stubbing my toe because I haven't seen a band aid on your face ever. You're talking about all these band aids. I, I haven't seen anything like that. I don't have band-aids. It's metaphorical. Do you know what a metaphor is? Yeah, I know, but you said I have bruises and cuts and band-aids, and I'm like, I'm looking at you. You don't have any But, but do you know what a metaphor is? Yeah. Because I, one thing I will say about Hollywood people like me and you is most of us aren't highly educated. So oh, maybe oh, yeah. you don't know what a metaphor is. I'm still, like, learning on, like, how to use it in a sentence. I know what a metaphor is, but I'm, I'm like, trying to, like, apply it to life, too. Right. So when I said I'm the disruptive warrior who's banged up, bruised, tattered, and dusty— you're taking it literally like it's not a metaphor. And I'm thinking maybe it's because like when I met you, when we were doing War at Home and you were taking those bullshit actor classes. I, I never took an acting and class. And your teacher, excuse me, not your acting classes. You, you were being schooled. What's it called? Oh, oh uh, yeah. It's just schooling on the set. Studio teacher. Homeschooling. Right. What is it? Home Homeschooling homeschooling, on-set schooling, and your teacher told me many times he's the worst student I've ever had. Oh, 100%. Uh, that's why I went to film school. Right, I, so I I'm thinking, not only were you the worst, excuse me, not only were you the worst student, nothing that she tried to teach you was absorbed. It didn't so maybe absorb- you don't know what a metaphor is. Well, I I mean, we can move on from that. I know what a metaphor is. I, I, I read about it, and I, I know what a metaphor is, man. You really want me to tell you what a metaphor is? No, and don't look it up on your I'm phone. Not we can move up. on. I was I'm- just going to... I was telling you that it's just a figure of speech and, you know, which a word or phrase is applied to an object or to an action to which it's not literally applicable. That's just what that's, that's not your definition. You're reading the definition off the phone. But anyway, anyway, so you, you changed your mind on the Will Smith situation though. Not changed my mind. I've leaned towards, he totally, I don't want to say, 
Well, you could say ruined, scarred, tarnished. He tarnished his legacy and his career and his image and his family's career and his family's image because for the next, I don't know how many years, you know, all things must pass and this will pass. He didn't kill anybody. Right. But, you know, so there's way worse things people in show business have done and there's way worse things people in real life have done. But as far as his image as this clean-cut movie star, you know, guy next door, we all love Will Smith, he superseded race like a true blue uh, movie star, whether it's tarnished, ruined, scarred, or really hurt, his image, he's really hurt it, and he fucked up. And... Not only did he fuck up, in my opinion, you know, because there's been this something that I said the other day on the podcast. I was like, you know, I could understand how if somebody said something about my wife and she was going through the same thing, how I could bug out. But also, you know, and my wife said this to me that same day and I didn't talk about it then, but we've talked about it since. She was like, if you got up at the Oscars because somebody (laughs) said something about me, whether it was true or not true, and slapped them. By the time we got back to the seat, you and I would be fighting. 100%. Like I would be all over you, and I'd be going, "What the fuck?" She, this is what she said. I'd be going, "What the fuck have you done, you dumb motherfucker? Sit the fuck down." She might smack me. She might hit me. She would be grabbing me, and you would definitely be hearing some sort of skirmish in the seat. She'd be like, "You dumb fuck! What the fuck?" We like, you know, it's easy to say we'd be fighting. You know, that sounds kind of funny, but she would be irate. She wouldn't be laughing. She wouldn't be happy. She wouldn't feel protected. She would feel like I've embarrassed myself. I've embarrassed her. I've embarrassed my kids. You you have no self-control. You're a fucking idiot. You're no longer the disruptive warrior. You're the dumb fuck warrior. Right. And you played yourself. You played yourself. And as much as we've been talking about this this week and the ramifications and the hangover that we've all felt this week, imagine what Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have felt this week. And imagine what poor Chris Rock, who just did his first show the other night, there's hecklers, there's people screaming at his show, they had to up security. So he fucked up. He made an asshole out of himself. And, you know, if he thought he was protecting his wife, where was his wife to protect him? You know, we want to have these equal pay and women and men are equal. So the wife should equally protect the husband as much as the husband should protect the wife. That being said, you know, it's a complicated situation. It's almost to the point where I'm getting sick and tired of discussing it, but it's so fascinating and such a moment that you, you really can't forget. You just won't forget that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you talk about, you know, your wife would be livid with you or embarrassed with you. They didn't even acknowledge each other. He, I mean, you see that other angle and he's coming back to the seats and he, they don't even look at each other. After he slaps, she's still laughing about it. She's still cracking up. Like, I don't know, man. He's a professional comedian. He was up there doing what he does. That's what they do. They they call out on different people and make fun of so-and-so. And, and it had nothing to do with her fucking alopecia. It had to do with her bald head. And he was making a, a fucking joke. I mean, it's so stupid. But I agree with you. I'm sick of talking about it too, but it's just one of those things where it's like we're all, everyone's analyzing this like it's the fucking Super Bowl. Like, look at all these different angles. Let's see this angle. It's just crazy. But I mean, I think Tiffany Haddish is the only, is the only comedian that seems to have Will Smith's back. Every other comic is like Team Chris Rock. 
But you know what, though? Tiffany Haddish has her, ha, came up in a rough... You True. know, if you look at her life story, you know, so, so her point of view is going to be different than other people's point of view. And unfortunately, this thing is taken on race. You know, I've had, I've seen people say, this is, uh, you know, black shit. Yeah. You know, this is two black people. White people should stay out of it. And I'm like, are you, first of all, fucking dummy. This is pop culture right. shit, number one. Number two, it's also Hollywood shit. I could speak on anything I want. Number three, I could speak on anything I want, whether it's pop culture, politics, world events. Number four if, again, if we want to view people equally and we want to treat each other equally, we need to be able to judge, criticize, speak, and comment on each other equally. You can't pick and choose like, oh, speak on when you need voting um, rights to be clear and good in Georgia, uh, but don't speak on something like that that happened at the Oscars. It's just a bunch of bullshit and um you know, it's a lot of race baiters. You look on, on social media, there's some race baiting motherfuckers that they're race hustlers. They make money talking that race shit. Uh, they make money rabble rousing about race shit. Yeah. And to say that this is a conversation that should only be had between black people is fucking well, that's, ridiculous. That's I mean, I, I haven't seen anything like that, but I'm sure that's all over the fucking internet. But I mean, that's just crazy. You're you're. And I love that two white people are saying what black yeah. people are are saying is crazy. That's what's up right there. I didn't just say you and me. Oh, maybe I did say that's crazy. But, but it is crazy, but you're allowed to have your opinion on it. That's and if you opinion. said your opinion, you shouldn't have your fucking head bitten off about it. Right. I mean, he shouldn't have uh, gotten up and assaulted someone in front of a billion fucking people or whatever, millions of people. I mean, everyone's going to have a commentary on that but it, it is crazy it's also you know another conversation that's come up this week is that when you're doing comedy shows musicians have commented about it now everybody's saying well when i get on stage do i need, need extra security when i get on stage if you come on stage i'll fuck you up you know um wiz khalifa who we had a great time with at that that one event you know he said if you come on stage when i'm up there you're gonna get shot you know and, 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 shot? and it shouldn't be in the back in the back of your head that this should be a normal thing that if you come on, you know, people are invited to come on stage, especially with comedians who talk shit, especially comedians, you know, who, who play the edge. It's like that shouldn't be in the back of your head when you're up there doing your thing. Not at all. It's he set a precedent for, you know, people to think that they can go up and say whatever the fuck they want. And it was such a harmless nothing fucking. It wasn't even a joke. It wasn't even a gag. It wasn't even over the edge what he said. It was so stupid. But it's it's true. It's like. Now people are going to feel like he could walk up, but but when you when they're walking up, you should know how to defend yourself. I don't think that he was expecting to get fucking hit. I mean, he had his hands behind his back. Yeah, he was laughing. He was. I mean, it's crazy, man. That shit is some of the craziest live TV I've seen. But yeah, everyone's still talking about it, and uh, and, and anybody who thinks it was fake or thinks it was, I've had people that listen to the podcast say, "Yo, you think it was fake?" Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's a gazillion other bits that they could have done that wouldn't be as bad as this. And what do they have to gain from that? You know, there's like, nothing to gain from from this. There's nothing to gain for Will Smith. There's nothing to gain for Chris Rock. There's nothing to gain. Not, neither one of them need money. Neither one of them need ticket sales. Neither one of them need fame. Uh, this is just negative, negative. Negative. Um, so anybody that thinks it was fake and there's that fake picture going around, it looked like yeah, they got a patch. Chris on his... Rock had some fake. Well, that's the thing. They're they're two superstars in their fields. I mean, you got Will Smith, who's one of the biggest actors, 
for the past 30 years, 30 plus years. And you got Chris Rock, who's also one of the biggest comedians of the last 30 years. And it was just so disrespectful. It was such an overreaction and just crazy, crazy shit. And they turned us into freaks. They, you know how people go, Hollywood people are freaks and oh. weirdos? We looked like freaks and weirdos cheering this guy and, you know, crying for this guy and giving him a standing, standing ovation. ovation. And no, nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. And they're like Denzel Washington and Bradley Cooper, you know, they could be seen, you know, talking to Will Smith in the commercial break. And maybe people were talking to Chris Rock backstage. And then when Will Smith got up there, he said, Denzel told me the devil will come for you when you're at your highest. And I'm thinking, is Will Smith saying Chris Rock's the devil? Like he was trying yeah, to come yeah, for you. Saying, at, like, yeah, Chris is the devil. In that, in that situation, Chris Rock is the devil. Chris Rock's the devil. Yeah, don't bring up G.I. Jane. Chris Rock right, was the, because if you bring, yeah, that was the devil trying to get at at. That was the devil trying to, to tear his marriage up for sure. It's like don't get on the red table and talk about all your problems if you don't want people to know. I mean, you're talking too much. That's another thing. Is like you chose to share your personal life. Nobody knew who that. What was that dude's name? Alessandro Asina. Whatever. August Asina. I never heard of that kid in my life. They chose, it might have been a rumor out there that she had been with him or something like that, but she invited Duke to her talk show, essentially, for her to talk about the next man piping yeah. her down. Yeah, we don't care. We don't want to hear about that. That's like you fucking my wife. Yeah. And then you inviting me to your talk show to tell me why you fucked my wife. I'm supposed to be like, okay, yeah. I understand. Like, you want to be, you know, this super couple and, like, you know, we share it all. Nobody knew that August Alessino was piping Jada Pinkett out, but it, it was... They did it to themselves. You did it to yourself. I so, lost so, respect for this fucking guy. I mean, I think a lot of fucking people lost respect for him. It was such a bitch move. It was such a bitch move. It was some sucker shit. It was You're some smacking this dude when his hands are down. And, and you can tell Chris, Chris Rock was about, when he says, oh, I could, you know, he, he was about to maybe say a joke. Maybe he wasn't, but when he said, oh, I, I could, and he was looking at people on the side, like, no one helped him. It was ridiculous. Nobody people helped him. It was crazy. If that was, dude, if that was me on that fucking stage, I would have fallen to the ground. I would have had tears. I would have had, I, my eyes would have been welling up. I think they didn't stop the show was because Chris Rock just handled it so well. He was, he was... I mean, it seemed like it was fake, but I mean, I think if he fell to the ground or, you know, really caused a scene, maybe they would have shut it all down. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts 
of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's say it was me. Let's say you're hosting the show and I walked on stage and I smacked the fucking dog piss right out of you. I'd be crying on the ground and I'd be in the fetal position, like cut the show, go to commercial. I, w- I would have never handled it. And this is a guy who's almost 60 years old. He barely flinched. He laughed it off. I would have been crying. I would have cried. And I would yeah, have been Yeah, that motherfucker fucking, got a chin like fucking Roberto Duran. He could take absolutely. a fucking punch. But he, I mean, he just, how humiliating for Chris Rock, too. I mean, just fucking humiliating. Just, I, I know. Terrible. And like I said the other day, all the people that were at the Academy Awards, all the people that, Produced the Academy Awards, the camera people, Everyone. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, um, you know, all the other winners. The only thing that was discussed was this dumb shit. And going forward, the Academy Awards is already struggling. Like, you turn the Academy Awards into some Source Awards shit. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's a classy fucking award show for the you know past 90 years. What I mean, I've never seen anything like that. And, and it's a show. It's just a show. Just like the ESPYs is a show. You know, no one goes, oh, look at these stupid athletes up there giving each other awards. It's like, it's a show. And it's a part of Americana. It's American tradition. Like, whether you're into it or not, whether you're into the World Series or not, whether you're into Super Bowl or not, it's a show. It's a it's television a show. show. man. 
But you turn that shit into some goofiness. You turn it into some goofiness and and the shit's embarrassing. Being a part of the Hollywood establishment like I yeah. am, the shit's embarrassing that it happened and it's embarrassing the way people reacted. And I'm not saying I would have been any different or I would have been on some superhero shit, but I wasn't there. I was fucking sleeping. And when I found out about it and now four days later, I'm embarrassed by the whole fucking thing. The whole thing is embarrassing. Absolutely. You would have never listened. I mean, you're a crazy fucking person. You're a crazy dude. I've seen you do some crazy shit, but you would have never walked up on the fucking stage in front of everybody and smacked someone across the face. When you say I'm crazy, what what, what do you mean? I like, mean, what do you, you're, you do crazy shit. Like, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, maybe Michael would do something like that. I mean, you haven't been filmed doing anything like that, but, you know, people have pissed you off, but you're crazy. You, you, I could see you walking up and smacking, like, the presenter at the Oscars. I would have never talked to you ever again. I mean, if you did anything like that, you would never hear from me. My number would be gone from your phone. Delete my number. Delete my contact. I would. You wouldn't hear from me anymore. I mean, you've taken such great care of me for the past fifteen years. I mean, you're like a father to me in a way. You're like a brother to me. But if you did something like that, I wouldn't be associated with you. I wouldn't. I would have nothing to. And people would be like, "Yo, your boy. I mean, that ain't my boy. I don't know who the That's fuck that guy is." That's fucked up. I don't so, know who so, that, so when who the that chips, lunatic when is. The, when the chips are fucking down for me, Michael Rapport. I'm gone. I'm nowhere. All I could say is good thing you have a wife, brother. Good thing you have a wife, my friend, because y y when the chips are down, you got no friends for for you, brother. It's, uh, you hang on to that wife because without her, you're you going to be all alone, brother. Now, let me ask you a question. Since you're saying I'm crazy, is there any yeah. other thing that you wanted to bring to attention? Like, have you ever seen me shit in public? Have you ever been with me where I've shat I've in public? I've seen you shit in public. I've seen you shit on the freeway. I've seen you piss next to Fred Siegel. I, you, I mean, you you kind of like mark your territory like a dog in Los Angeles. When you were living in Los Angeles, like you had different areas in Los Angeles. Like there was this one bush that you we used to drive by where you, that was like your territory for the piss bush. You had the freeway, the 405 on the, on the exit ramp. That was one of your shit spots. I mean, you're like an animal. That's what animals do. They claim their territory all across the city. But I, I, I've never, no, I've never met another human being that, that uh, shits outside of the toilet. I've never met another person who does that, actually. I don't know anybody who does that. Oh, Have you seen man. me doing anything crazy? I mean, I, I don't really. Nah, you're, I'm, you're, you're. I'm a nah, mild mannered chill. person. You're, yeah. Yeah, you're, 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 you're pretty normal. You're, you're good. You're, you're fine. I've never seen you do anything like, you know. You know. No, but I mean, we got to meet Katie at Catch. I mean, there's a whole, I feel like there's a table full of people we need to meet at Catch. Who who else have you, oh. I mean, who's the guy, Ben Simmons is now at the table. Uh, you mean you mean people that, that have had things with? Yeah, just like little tips with you. We need to just have like a fucking, we need to meet him at Catch though. That's where Katie wanted to make the reservation. Yeah, Katie. I was at the, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets game the other yeah, day. How, he sees me, I'm sitting right on that wood. Is he looking right at you? I mean, listen, he, it's his workplace, so I'm sure yeah. the, the last thing he's thinking about is me or anybody else on the, you know, on the sidelines, but he, he sees me. Maybe he pulls they a see me. Smith they know what, I mean, I'm right smack there. Your ass. That'd be tight if it just, we start going to sports events, and now, like, you give him a bad look, and he comes up and smacks you across, like, that, that's, like, the new thing. I, imagine if Kevin Durant or an NBA player crossed into the bleachers and smacked me would i get the same compassion chris rock got fuck no 
Fuck no, you wouldn't. You'd have people being like, finally, he deserved it. You, fi- you finally shut that man's mouth up. That guy's been talking out of pocket. So if I'm at pocket. a sporting event and somebody smacks me, I'm not going to be the bell of the ball. My shows aren't going to be sold out. My ticket sales aren't going to go through the roof. If like Durant or Tom Brady or no. LeBron James smack me, people, you don't think I'm going to get any sympathy from that? I, I don't think you'd get any sympathy. I think they'd be like, yeah, he, he fucking deserved it. This guy's been talking shit for years and years, ever since he's been on social media. About time. Someone did it. I, if it wasn't me, I'm glad it was him. That's what people are thinking. But it's okay, man. It's... You know, it's okay. All right, I would well, love to see that. That would be fucking tight. What? No, I what? wouldn't like to see you get injured, but I mean, that would be, I mean, that would be great television too, right? To see Katie smack you in the fucking bleachers. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably join him just for a couple of those smacks. But hey, man, I got your back. You're one of my best friends, bro. I wouldn't want anyone to do that to you. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up that you're even saying that. Don't put that on me. All right, man, put that sorry. shit on me. Anyway, well, I hope you have a great trip to Tampa. I'm pissed. I'm not gonna be able to make it this time around. But you are coming back to uh, where are you going after Tampa? Do you know your schedule? You're going to Irvine after Tampa. I'm in Irvine, so I'll be in LA for a few days for sure. Cool. And then oh. I'll be in D. I'll be in Irvine. I'm performing at the Ir- the Improv in Irvine, April 22nd. And then I'll be at the DC Improv April 28th, 29th, and 30th. And right. then I'll be in Pleasanton, California, May 13th and 14th. And then I'll be in Columbus, Ohio, May 20th. I'm getting too ahead of myself. I'm All putting right, everything well, up. What, when you, all right, when you, well, what? When are you coming to a show, man? I'm no, sick when of tired you come of people Irvine, asking for you. You're not there. I got to make excuses for you. When you come to Irvine, I'll drive you around. We'll find some new piss spots. Find a couple bushes next to the mall out there. And we expand... Your territory. All right. Well, <laughs> you got anything else you want to get off your chest about the Oscars? No, nothing about the Oscars. It was just a fucking shit show. But I, I'm watching a lot of TV. I, I'm, my sister's telling me I need to watch Ozark. Started it yesterday. I'm already about to be done with season two. So I'm trying to catch up. Season but I hear two? Ozark. I'm about to be on season three. I, in a Holy day, I mean, shit. Just going through Do you it, love it? What do you think of it? I don't love it. I, I, I don't love it. I mean, my sister's like, it's the best fucking show ever. But I mean, I think it's kind of just trying to be Breaking Bad. But I love I love Laura Linney and I love Jason Bateman. They're, I love them as actors. But it, it is a good show. And that girl, Julia Garner, who's a big fan of yours too, I think. She follows who's you. Who's Julia Garner? The girl who got who's uh, winning all the awards from the show, the, the blonde girl with the curly hair. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. She's really good. So anyway, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um... Are you Damn, watching? you zipped through two seasons uh, quick, huh? Plowing through. I'm just trying to catch up. Fuck it, you know. Get some Damn. content. But so yeah, it must bro. be good though. If you're watching, I mean, if you're, if I mean, if yeah, you're watching it, you- it's that drug cartel shit. You know, I don't love drug cartel stuff, but I, it's it's on that Breaking Bad shit. But it's good. Um, but anyway, bro. Yeah, I wish I was in Tampa with you. That would have been fun. Last time I was there was two years ago with you, right before COVID. But I'm sure it's going to be great. And um yeah let's see what else fucking happens on tv yeah let's let's see what else happens all right we came saw we disrupted we came we saw we disrupted of course it's always a pleasure having the young shooter uh thank you man uh, driving let me finish before you say thank you i was saying thank you it was a compliment i was saying thank you for having me on the show but i didn't finish the compliment you're just like, blah, 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 blah. i just never know when to come in maybe you cue me 
and be like, my cue is when I'm finished talking. How about that? Got it. That makes sense. See, that's why when I say, oh, it's always a pleasure to have the young shooter, there's always a point where I go, is it a pleasure? I was just saying, is it a pleasure? Uh, All right. Well, you invited me on the show. I'm not friends with me. You're friends with me. I'm not friends with me. You're friends with me. What? I didn't, I'm saying like, I didn't choose to be friends with me. Like, you're friends with me. You know? Okay. This is, you chose that. Save, save Save the metaphysical fucking goofy shit for somebody else. We came, saw, we disrupted. Came, saw, we disrupted. Uh, uh, Miles Jordan, uh, take us out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, take us out of here with something real, real funky. funky. See, I, I, God damn it! It's got to be the delay. I'm using Bluetooth headphones. I think it's the delay, man. No, it ain't the delay. It's. I feel like you're doing it because I you want to annoy me. All my life, I'm not. But continue. Take us out of real proper. Take us out of something real funky. I'm Rap Stereo Podcast. <laughs> We're out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 